Hello everyone, I'm Mark, the chief writer here at Maltopia, and I just wanted to remind you the sleep-wake cycle is but one of a series of interconnected horror podcasts within the wide and weird world of Maltopia. For Easter eggs, crossover events, and additional lore, please check out our other series, The Shepherd of Wolves, Red Mother, Grimland, and The Damnation Machine. And be sure to check out our free content on our Patreon page for additional lore and stories. For even more Maltopia content, consider becoming a patron. Starting for as little as $2 a month, benefits range from additional art, update videos, early episode access, our mini-podcast series, October's Children, both written and full audio pieces, such as The Lost Library, Tales of Maltopia, and The Weird Book. You can also gain access to our found footage show, The Weird Tape Series, and even our Patreon-exclusive, fully-produced audio series, Devil's Clay. So, with all that said, I will leave you to the darkness. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Rusty Quill presents
I tossed more than my uh, fair share of offices and apartments, so I was making pretty decent progress going through all the file cabinets. Those that uh, weren't filled with sleeping bodies, at any rate. Although, the fact that I was being eyeballed by germinating living nightmares from above, well, my focus might have been a tad divided. More importantly, and like I'd figured, I was coming up with bupkis. There wasn't a shred of useful info in the joint. Pausing for a moment in my search, a familiar blue light filled the room. It only took a second for me to realize it wasn't Romy. So, you must be Isaiah, Rosemary's brother. And let me guess, you're Joker, right? The other mover and shaker in New Vic. Then each one of us knows with whom we are dealing. Good. And what exactly are you doing here? Sorting through matters of a dead city. That's my business. So, uh, what do you want? I got things to do. I'm unaccustomed to being treated so lightly. But, given who you are, I will grant you tolerance. That's awful biggie, Naturally, you, um, did Sugar the same favor, right? I heard he chewed into you pretty good. Or maybe you've just got a soft spot for clowns. Oh, yes. Your supposed brother. He is merely a fool. And I do not waste my energies upon fools. But his time will come. Rest assured. <sighs> Whoa, how cryptic. Now, tell me what you want or take a powder. Like I said, I got things to do. I could tell I was getting under his skin. He was giving it his all to stay calm. If I've learned anything from chasing super nutballs, it's that it's best to keep him off balance. Though I really wanted to press him on what he knew about sugar. If I played my cards right, maybe I could get him to spill something. You are in poor order with your former masters, are you not? Yeah, all those unpaid parking tickets really piled up. And then there was the small matter of serial jaywalking. What about it? The Esoterium is a vastly powerful organization. I wonder how you intend to survive, should you decide to leave the shelter of the city. Why, it's awfully considerate of you to be so concerned, but I think we'll manage. But you really didn't come here to discuss us. You're interested in Romy, for some reason. That's why you've been making the rounds, right? Chatting her up? So, let's not beat around the bush, huh? What do you want with my sister? Only that she belongs here. That she can be safe. Learn what only I can teach her. Only then will she be able to overcome the challenges ahead. Ah, <laughs> uh, she just single-handedly put down the queen of the Carnivian. And you think she needs your help? <laughs> That's pretty fucking funny. So I'll ask you one more time. No bullshit. 
What do you want with her? Like I said, she belongs here. And with what you are up against, I could protect her. Indefinitely. Pretty sure Gloom has to do the same, if that's what she wanted. And it isn't. Besides, why do you think pestering me is going to get her to stay in this shithole? I ain't exactly her keeper. She does what she wants. Firstly, your father is not long for this world. Or any other. His time approaches quickly. You both would do well with allies after the fall of the great and inimitable Gloomhest. And finally, if you truly care for her, knowing something of what the future portends, you might be the only one to convince her to remain and so survive. Pal, you couldn't be any more in the dark if you were drowning in tar. Romy'd sooner join the circus than hitch her wagon to yours. Now, if we're done here, why don't you get lost? You would be wise to guard your tongue, lest you learn why I am destined to rule this city. I was pissed before I knew it. My sister was all I had and this fucker was trying to take her away. To do God knows what to her. I was raring for a fight. If I had a dime for every motherfucker who thought they had my number, I could buy off the Esoterium. So I'll put it this way. Get lost, or throw down. Your choice. Do you truly believe your power a match for my own? Here? Let me tell you, pal, my away game record's pretty damn good. How about it? Want to take a shot? You will regret the invitation. Drowker's eyes lit up like ice-blue suns as the ground trembled. I could feel him drawing power from somewhere below the city, where reality was most compromised. He was channeling the Harrows itself. And while I wasn't exactly sure what the Harrows really was, outside of a more pointed version of the dim, I could tell he was calling up a shit ton of the stuff. Remember, son of Gloomhest, you wanted this. The whole world became Drowker's blazing blue eyes, until the brilliance converted into millions of crushing jaws trying to rip apart my field. It was all I could see, drool-streaked yellow teeth and bleeding raw red gums. It was like trying to fend off a demonic hurricane made from flesh and bones. With my hands out in front of me, I narrowed the leading edge of my pale field, trying to split the incoming energy, deny it a flat surface to push against. But it was no use. The wakeless's power was relentless, pushing me backward, whittling away my field. Making things worse, it was night and I was in the middle of New Victoria, of all places. Eh, it was looking like he was right. I just might have bit off more than I could chew. But I wasn't going down without a fight. That was for sure. Ugh, is that uh, all you've got? I've been in stronger. 
Windstorms. The harrowing has laid waste armies, left cities in twisted ruin, turned the mightiest beasts inside out. Imagine what it will do to you. Just as I went to jerk my revolvers, the brief dip in concentration was all the harrowing needed to overwhelm my pale field. I was off my feet in a second, tumbling backward, smashing through file cabinets, and all around me were the shapes of nightmares, reaching out, grinning hellish teeth. I wasn't sure where the revolvers had gotten to in the scuffle. I was too busy holding off the harrowing to detect them. And if all that weren't enough, I could feel something pushing at me from the inside. Something cold. All of my trips to and channeling of the White Woods apparently left the place with an open invitation to poke its nose into my business. It was reaching out to me offering its power. As I sat there, wincing beneath a gusting alien force and an ever-growing pile of living nightmares, all of them clamoring for my throat, I could hear her whispering. Take my hand, Isaiah. Take it, and I will come. My field was given up and a frenzied cloud of fanged mouths was getting closer. But at what point would I belong to her, body and soul? How long till I took my place on the tower? I had to make a choice, and neither one was a winner. I see you've lost your tongue for bravado. Perhaps you've learned. Let him go or I'll cut your fucking head off and let Tagus use it as a chew toy. I had no intentions of killing him, Rosemary. I merely wished to impart him with a sense of... respect. I didn't ask what you were doing. Now leave us alone, or I'll impart you with a sense of my Balak. As you wish, Rosemary. Is it, Rosemary? Drowker threw Romy an odd look, like he was staring right through her skin, eyeballing her soul. Interesting. Very interesting. My apologies to the both of you. I shall take my leave. Drowker vanished into the harrows, the darkness rushing to fill the void. Being immune to my sister, I never understood much about her power. The harrowing, apparently. But with Drowker, I'd gotten an eyeful. Well, you sure came at the right time. Didn't want to have to keep embarrassing the guy. Romy didn't offer so much as a smirk. Her eyes menacing. We need to leave. Get to Autumn City and do what we have to do. There's no point in dragging around here. <laughs> you ain't gotta tell me twice. 
I'm all aboard. We should take Carface. He's the best get-out-of-trouble-fast card we have. And he's proved loyal to us many times over. Uh, yeah. I learned the hard way about going solo. More than a couple of times now. There was definitely something off with Romy. The way she said that Carface had proved loyal to us just wasn't something she'd say. So what happened here? Why were you and Drowker going at it? We had a, uh, difference of opinion, I guess you might say. Hmm, I see. And what opinion was that? Well, you thought you should stay here, where it's safe, and learn how to be a proper wakeless. And naturally, you told him to fuck off, and that I neither need nor want his help or protection. Uh, yeah. Words to that effect. <laughs> you did well, then. Now let's stop wasting time and find Carface. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, right behind you. Rosemary required a break. So while she was sleeping it off down below, I was calling the shots. I already regretted my decision not to behead Drowker, but Gloomhest was currently an ally, and killing the wakeless lord might disrupt his plans. Inevitably, or at least should I have my way, Gloomhest would have to perish, but not now. It was fortunate for Rosemary that I was capable of resolve, not allowing some meaningless murders to cloud my thinking. She would require a plan when the time came to annihilate the monster, and I would have one ready for her. Isaiah could tell his sister wasn't acting normally, but I wasn't in the mood for faking Rosemary's emotionality. Besides, what he did or didn't think was currently immaterial to me. All that mattered now was that we killed this beast made by the devil and advance our positions upon the board. But all that is not to say that I loved my brother any less than Rosemary, only that his influence over me was negligible. In truth, poor Isaiah suffered more for the power Rosemary held over him. Oh, the monster he could be. A terrible bane of the Dark World. <laughs> if only she'd not hold him back. His vulnerability to her was his only clear weakness. As for Rosemary, I was the resolution to her shortcomings. After we'd gathered what few belongings we had, it wasn't long until Carface pulled into the parking space directly below our apartment. He was a good and dutiful boy. Carface is here, so I suppose we can get going whenever. The only downside of taking him is that we're going to have to keep our teeth together about the cookie tin and all that business. Suits me fine. We've got more important things to talk about anyway. This wolf thing isn't going to kill itself. We should figure out how we want to go about things once we get to Autumn City. Which reminds me, 
Have you, in your infinite wanderings, ever heard of anything that resembles the creature? Well, outside of sounding like Cerberus from Greek mythology, nothing jumps out at me. Hmm. Well, while we... I was at the sleep lab, there were rumors swirling about the possibility of a new sleep plague coming out of Autumn City. One of our researchers, Dr. Miles Brenner, was called away to investigate it. Apparently, the whole thing started with a massive storm that broke out. A storm that never moved beyond the September woods. He also said that the trees, for the first time, had entirely shed their autumnal coats. According to some psychic Miles was working with, the trees were lamenting the loss of their treasured sun. But what does any of that have to do with another night plague? I wasn't done. Miles was called to examine a particular phenomenon. Hundreds of people claiming to have experienced a single, soul-searing dream. A crimson woman holding a knife in her left hand, rising from a lake of blood. He also said what shook the dreamer so badly was that when she opened her mouth to speak, only an endless train of screams came out. Naturally, that's when they all woke up. The psychic referred to the female figure as the mother of the murdered. Did the dream spread like it did here? <sighs> Obviously not, or Autumn City would be in utter chaos. You need to work on your analytical skills. Okay, what, well, what's the deal? Why are you acting so odd? <sighs> the moment was inevitable, though I would have preferred Rosemary deal with the issue. But it wouldn't serve any useful end to have my brother's mind divided between me and the task at hand. I hoped things wouldn't get too messy. First of all, I'm not Romy. Then you might be in for a real bad day. Where the fuck's my sister? In an instant, his eyes dimmed, going almost white. His vaunted revolvers aimed at my head and heart, respectively. My brother was a well-made machine. Look, this may be a little confusing for you, dear brother, but I'm also Rosemary. You better start making sense or I'm gonna start making holes. You get me? Your sister is a combination of all kinds of dreams. Rosemary is just the most recurrent of them. I am Mary, Thorn Mary. The backup dream, I suppose you might say. He just stood there, mulling over what I said. But I figured out another way to make my point. As you can see, your power has no effect on me. Just like mine has no effect on you. That's because I am who and what I say I am. If you're some kind of, uh, contingency personality, what happened to bring you out? Rosemary went to visit her former place of employment, the sleep lab. She discovered it destroyed. Her former colleagues, her friends, transformed into sleeping bags. Seems it was too much for her. And it should go without saying who did it. Gloomhest. There they are. Your powers of analysis. He only allowed the place to exist at all because it would bring him closer to me. Bloomhest said as much. <sighs> God damn it. Will she be all right? She'll be fine. She just needs some 
time to herself, so to speak. In the meantime, you'll be dealing with me. And don't worry about bringing me up to speed. What Rosemary knows, I know. That's far enough, Mr. Starkweather. So what's so important that y'all call me off of my job to come to some abandoned house in the middle of nowhere? And what's with all this here security? Someone very important wants to talk with you. Now, I'll need those fancy black guns of yours. Now wait a goddamn minute. I don't go nowheres without being healed. Now, either you tell me what's what, or I'm a-walking. Mr. Starkweather wants clarification. Over. That's fine. Tell him. The Strouds have been apprehended. They've requested to speak with you, to assist in their exoneration. The man inside would like to discuss the matter with you. Now, your weapons, please. Uh, all right. Here you go. But I don't know what use talking to me will do anyone. Besides... I done said all I gots to say about the whole thing. Ain't nothing else I can say. He's clean. Send him in. Copy that. Just head on inside, Mr. Starkweather. Sure thing, hoss. What the hell? You got enough security in here to take down an army. The accusations against the Strouds are quite serious. So, as a former colleague of theirs, we want to be as careful as possible. You done took my weapons, so what are you worried about? <laughs> what indeed? Kill him. <laughs> think you're alive because I got sloppy. I just wanted to gloat a little was all. See, you done made three big mistakes. One, you thought hiding out here in this house I couldn't see through wouldn't raise any red flags. Two, you didn't check for my backup pistols. <laughs> I made a name for myself way before I got them there fancy black guns. And that brings us to three. Your last mistake. <laughs> you didn't bring enough killers to do the job. Please, don't. Howdy, fellas. It's him. He's alive. Fire! Fire! I'll be taking these back. Thanks for holding them for me. 
The Sleep-Wake Cycle is a Maltopia production. Today's episode was written by Mark Anzalone and performed by Kelly Bear and Mark Anzalone. And sound production and editing was performed by Stephen Anzalone. The episode was edited by Walker Kornfeld. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Maltopia. If you want unique art and animations of Maltopia's stories, visit our YouTube page or click on the link in the show notes. And for more exclusive content such as additional lore, stories, and art, be sure to check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Maltopia. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.